1: Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. Max Fried is back. The Braves have won seven straight. Times are pretty good for the Braves. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power podcast, and the podcast to be named later all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. Well, actually, it's the latest from San Diego, and the Braves facing off against the Padres for the you know second time in April a matchup early season the second early season series matchup of what many consider to be the two best teams in the National League the Braves just like they did in Atlanta were able to get the series opening win but this was a bit of a different you know recipe for success in this game a two-nothing win over the Padres and a first inning home run from Austin Riley is nothing new the Braves getting offense early is nothing new but after that no more runs were scored. The Braves, you know, they had a few opportunities to add to their lead, just could not get the job done. But who did get the job done was Max Freed, Dylan Lee, Jesse Chavez, as well as AJ Minter. And that's our first takeaway from the game the return of Max Freed. Five innings pitched, four strikeouts, four hits, an efficient 79 pitches overall. He didn't really give up a lot of content. He looked. He definitely looked more like Max Freed than even he did in his first start of the season, and that is a huge, huge development, obviously, against the competition that he faced in the Padres lineup. So it was great to see that when he was eligible to come off of the injured list, the Braves were able to reactivate him, and then from there, Freed stepped right in and was able to deliver a much-needed performance for the Braves to get their seventh straight victory. And again, Only 79 pitches, 55 strikes, no walks, he looked in control, he looked in command, he looked like one of the best pitchers in baseball that we're accustomed to him being, and considering the competition that he faced, it was a great, great return from the injured list, so the hope is obviously moving forward. The best thing of all, though, is that he got through the start without there being any more health concerns. Hopefully, Freed will be able to settle in as the Braves' number one starter and get the job done time in and time out, like we're so used to seeing him do. But of course, it wasn't just Max Freed as being the only notable name that really stepped up and helped out the Braves. Austin Riley did as well. Now, Ronald Acuna Jr. another big game from him five hit, or three hits through five at bats one run Acuna Jr. just absolutely remains red hot at the top of the Braves order. But Austin Riley, for as much as many talk about you know Ronald Acuna Jr. and uh, you know Matt Olson doing what many expect for them to do, Sean Murphy having an unbelievable start to the season, Eddie Rosario and Ozzy Albie's come around. It seems like that that Austin Riley start to the season has has been a bit you know under the radar a bit quiet. But now a nine 4 40 OPS, four home runs. He is hitting the ball into the ground a bit more than you may expect. A 53% ground ball rate. And right now, what's with that high ground ball rate, what's helping to fuel his good numbers is a 390 um, average on balls batted in play. That will likely subside a bit. A little bit of luck is definitely helping out Austin Riley's numbers. But as that subsides, the hope is is that obviously he'll start to put more balls in the air and hard contact like we're used to him seeing. His batting profile should normalize over a bigger bigger sample size. But the fact that he's continuing to find success, despite the fact that not as many balls are in the air, it's definitely a good sign that once Austin Riley gets that going, he'll be able to maintain his great production. And once again, with Matt Olson. And Ronald Acuna Jr., Austin Riley, with those two, forms one of the more formidable, if not the best hitting trio of players right now in the majors. And the other fun thing about last night is that, you know, we talked about it multiple times on The Hammer the Braves being able to find multiple ways to win. Last night, the offense was there early, but it was silent for the rest of the game. But it was a dominant pitching performance by the Braves pitching staff that really stood out. We'll talk about the bullpen in just a moment, but it was great to see Max Freed do- doing what we all know he can do. But another key aspect to the Braves start to the season is how good they've been on the road. They're now 9-1 and one on the road this season. We talk about the fact that overall, the Braves have won their last seven games. Well, they've actually won their last seven road games as well. Again, 9-1 on the season. The only hiccup on the Braves' road resume so far was the struggles of Jared Schuster in the last game of the first series of the year against Washington. But the Braves going 9-1 to start the season is also a bit historic. This is the best road record that the Braves have put together since 1994. And since 1901, the Braves are now the only Major League Baseball franchise, to on three separate occasions have nine or more wins through their first 10 road games of the season. Now, I know that that's a very specific stat. The Braves did it in 2023. They did it in 1994, did it in 1982. But the fact is, is that if the Braves are getting off to this good of a start on the road, it really bodes well with their ability to consistently win because they're going to need to continue to do that. Because while the Braves are playing at a very good level. They're the best team in the National League. The Mets continue to win as well. I believe now five straight wins. Despite the Braves winning seven games in a row, they're only two games up in the division because the Mets keep winning right with them. And now the Mets have the third best record in the National League. So the Braves are obviously going to have to continue to put wins together. But with the fact that they're doing it so frequently on the road, that really helps out them being able to sustain a good winning rate this year. But we talk about Max Fried, how awesome it is to get him back into the rotation. Talk about Austin Riley having a good start to the season. But another area that's really starting to settle into its own is the Braves bullpen as it put together one of its better performances of the season last night.
0: Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience.
1: So much of the attention so far this season for the Braves has been on, you know, obviously the injuries and, you know, ineffectiveness that they've run into when it comes to their starting rotation through spring training, through the start of the season. That's been in terms of, you know, the less than ideal news that the Braves have had to work themselves through. And of course, when it comes to, you know, the bright spot of the Braves team so far, it's been how good their offense is, especially seeing such hot starts to the season from unexpected sources like Sean Murphy and from expected sources like Ronald Acuna Jr. Matt Olsen and and Austin Bradley. I'm not saying Sean Murphy is a bad hitter. I just don't think anybody expected for him to have as good of a start to the season as he had. But really, what has been possibly, you know, just as consistent as the Braves lineup has been the Braves bullpen. And what's even more astounding when it comes to that is how the Braves bullpen has remained pretty consistent, despite the fact that it's been missing some of its more reliable arms. We know so far this season when it comes to the Braves bullpen, they've been without, you know, who they thought was going to be their closer in Rysel Iglesias. You know, we're still waiting on getting some, you know, true news on him ramping up and, and having an idea of when he might return. Colin McHugh, thankfully, made a, a rehab uh, appearance last night for the Rome Braves, so he should be working his way back soon to the bullpen. And then, of course, Lucas Lickey, you know, another offseason um, acquisition from the Yankees. He went on the injured list in order to make room for Max Reed. Lickey has not had that great of a start to the season. So the Braves bullpen, just like the rotation, has had to deal with you know multiple injuries to work its way through. But yet the bullpen continues to get the job done. Last night, the Braves bullpen went four scoreless innings. Dylan Lee was phenomenal a little bit of luck. You know, he left one out there for Juan Soto that thankfully Soto did not distribute into the seats. But Dylan Lee, Jesse Chavez again did great. A.J. Minter notching the save. And and of course, you know, there are many contributing arms. We talked about Nick Anderson. He's been a revelation so far this season. But Jesse Chavez and Dylan Lee, and especially Dylan Lee, who at the start of last year has really settled into a go-to option in middle relief for the Braves, an area where this team needs needed someone to, you know, unexpectedly emerge from the farm. It was Dylan Lee who did exactly that. Now, we first heard of Dylan Lee back in the 2021 playoffs, but last year, he became a really important piece of this bullpen and has continued to do that this year. No earned runs allowed through uh, through seven and one innings so far this season. It's been a great, great Sight to see him perform to the level that he's done, and he's also been an important reason why the Braves have been one of the best bullpens in baseball. They're now fourth in the majors in bullpen ERA, and they're also top ten across many metrics, FIP, xFIP. You know, showing that the bullpen, you know, they probably a bit, you know, had a bit better results than may than may may have been expected, but overall, they perform like one of the best bullpens in baseball, and it could become even better once they finally get some of their more reliable arms in place. And that's the importance of a consistent bullpen, right? Because that's one of the biggest reasons why you can win in multiple ways. If the Braves are behind once the starter comes out of the game, a consistent bullpen limits the opposition to where the Braves' potent offense can come from behind to win, like they have many times this year. The Braves' bullpen has stepped up in games in which it's been high scoring. They've limited the opponents late in games to allow for the Braves to win. And then last night, in what was a pitching matchup, the Braves bullpen was able to shut down one of the better offenses in the National League and be able to get the victory. So that's the biggest benefit of a consistent bullpen, is that no matter how the game starts, no matter how the game goes, if the bullpen is consistent, that's going to put you in a position to win no matter how the scenarios are going in the game. And as I mentioned, the Braves being able to come from behind, the Braves being able to win, you know, offensive outbursts, the Braves being able to win, you know, close, tight, low scoring games, the Braves are able to have a chance in all of those games because of how consistent the bullpen has been so far. And hopefully when it comes to Colin McHugh, when it comes to Rysele Iglesias, when it comes to Lucas Lickey, we'll be able to get all those players back to really see our bullpen at full form sooner rather than later. But another fun night in San Diego awaits as it's going to be the rematch of Game 1, of the second series, or, or the, of the Braves' uh, first series at home of the year against the Padres, opening that uh, game, opening that four-game series was Spencer Strider versus Blake Snell. Two, you know, pristine pitchers. You know, Snell may not be what he once was, but certainly is is a formidable opponent for many teams. But a, a fun matchup at the least. Spencer Strider versus Blake Snell in their first matchup. Both Strider and Snell. Had a bit of you know hiccups when it came to their overall performance. They weren't as strong as perhaps their teams would have liked. For instance, the Braves were able to, you know, not Snell out of the game through the fourth inning. He only pitched three and two thirds innings, gave up six runs, four hits, and the Braves were able to get the job done late. Though Strider didn't have his best up, they were able to get the job done late in order to be able to win the first game of that series where they faced San Diego at home. Well, tonight. The Braves are hoping to do it once again. Hopefully, Strider could have a bit more dominant of a start than he has over his past few starts. And if the Braves can get the win tonight, not only will they have won their eighth straight game, but they'll also get a bit of revenge, get a bit uh, get a bit of redemption against the Padres and get the series win. So it should be a lot of fun. Just like we saw last night against Ryan Weathers, the Braves probably will go with the right-handed heavy lineup in order to find success against Blake Snell. And if Strider can just keep his control, find his strikeout success, and trust his defense, the Braves should be able to put together enough offense to hopefully once again you know, beat get the winning edge and also through 18 games in the season be ten games above five hundred and get another series win this time against the San Diego Padres. We'll be right back with you tomorrow to recap all the action on the Daily Hammer. Of course you can find all the great content from from the Battery Power Podcast Network at batterypower.com, at batterypower.sbn, across all forms of social media and free on all podcast platforms. Just wherever you get your podcasts, hit that subscribe button and we'll be free with almost with content almost every day when it comes to the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Have a great day. Go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. <music>